All right, welcome to uh, the show. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Actually, it's kind of funny uh, leading into the show today because uh, David of LV was revving up his show. And uh, see, D- David knows me well enough to know that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like a casual uh, sports fan. And I don't think we've ever talked about soccer. Uh, in any conversation we've ever had. So David at one point mentioned soccer uh, during the handoff at 2 o'clock, and he was absolutely not expecting me to come back with him with the very controversial 1966 World Cup final between West Germany and England and the controversial goal that was scored um, and he just sent me a text, which I can't even read it on the air. But, uh, yeah, it's just one of those serendipitous things because uh, uh, the movie is on Netflix. I've talked about it before. Legend is about the, the Cray gangster twins of the 1960s. And in that movie, the 1966 World Cup is addressed. And I thought, okay, that's something about which I know absolutely nothing. So I've gone on to, <laughs> to watch documentaries about the – 1966 World Cup championship. So uh, eh, thank God for the internet. So that's that. It, it was just luck. It was just uh, nothing but serendipitous luck. But uh, you know, if it amazed David, maybe I should just keep my mouth shut. You know. Anyway, uh, we have uh, Mr. Josh Schmidt at Master Control. So if you are just joining us, this is a topic I have been holding in reserve. Been holding it in reserve for you. Um, what are they not making like they used to make it now? Personally. Dental floss and I do not get along, and I have noticed a real decline in the strength of dental floss, especially in recent years. And this is maybe something that should not be admitted. Maybe you have an issue with this. I'm, I'm going to confess, I don't think deodorant is being made like it used to be made. I'll say that again. Do you think deodorant is being made like it used to be made. I don't think so. I really don't because I assure you, I'm not getting any smellier with age, okay? I'm not getting any stinkier with age. It's that the deodorant now is not working as well. It is not lasting as long as it used to last. In the old days, and look, we're all different with this. We've all got different... mm, Uh, perspiration levels, if you will, uh, and different scents, if you will. That's S-C-E-N-T-S. But in the old days, frankly, a couple of swipes under the pits of the gel-on in the morning, I I was good to go all day and all night, and I smelled simply marvelous, absolutely wonderful. Now, and this has been the case over the past 10 years or so, I've referenced this earlier, deodorant I don't think they're making it as well as they used to because I'll do it in the morning and before I go out at night, I'm sure much to the uh, delight of my friends, I, I put it on again at night because it uh, I, I just feel more comfortable and I don't think they're making it like they used to. Garden uh, implements and equipment, they're not making it as well as they used to. For example, your snow shovel. How many snow shovels have you bought in the last 10 years, roughly? I'm sure you don't keep track of what you buy at the hardware store and how often, but weren't you struck or, or are you struck by the increasing cheapness of the stuff they sell as snow shovels? 
because I couldn't believe outside a local grocery store what they were selling as snow shovels. It looked like absolute crap. And I would be stunned how many or to know how many of those shovels actually survived the heavy, thick snow we had this past uh, uh, this past winter. In the old days, you would get years out of snow shovels, years and years out of snow shovels. Ain't the case anymore. What are they not making like they used to? And uh, Crisco, they changed Crisco around, I'm told, and I'd like to hear from Baker's because uh, I'm not, um, pie crusts, because they made Crisco healthier, pie crusts are not nearly as good as they used to. Can somebody give some support to that, what I was told on the phone on the way in? Thank you. What are they not making as well as they used to? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. It's Dan in uh, Chictawaga. Dan, you are on. Welcome to the show, my dear. What's up? Why, thank you, Tom. Yeah, light bulbs, absolute garbage. Oh, speak to me. Absolute junk. I could drop a light bulb years ago, pick it up, and everything would be fine and last for a few more years. And now it's just garbage. Well, it's garbage because it's not lasting as long or because it actually... No, they just don't last. You know what? I think you're right. I, I, I know, you know I'm right, Tom. I, no, I, 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 I'm offering you some support for your argument. Um, I, I think you are absolutely right, come to think of it, because does it, and, and this is where we need help from other listeners out there, do you find that you are changing light bulbs more than you used to? And I must tell you, sir, it's an unequivocal yes for me. Okay, thank you. Now, have you noticed anything else, Dan, that is not being made like it used to be made? Well, I just came in and I'm frozen. I'm cleaning four feet of snow off my roof. And I haven't given it. I just turned on the show and I said, well, I'll call him about life. But believe me, I'm sure if I gave it a lot of thought, I could come up with a bunch of stuff. Well, just riddle me this. Are you in South Chictawaga? I am, yeah. Yeah, with the four feet of snow. Well, oh, don't look. my goodness. Hit Dan- the ridge board and then it would just drop with that prevailing southwest mm. oh and when it comes down it sounds like an avalanche i mean i i hesitate to thought the how many pounds, but it's got to come off. <laughs> well, Dan, uh, do take care of yourself, and I uh, don't want anything happening to you. Um, uh, if I've heard correctly, uh, a very well-known local citizen, a restaurateur, and somebody very involved in the local movie industry, uh, believe he was one of the individuals who died shoveling snow over uh, uh, over this past weekend, and this guy had a lot of friends, and uh, I heard it was a snow shoveling incident, and I, I just feel terrible for, obviously, for his family and for all of his friends, um, because uh, he was really he was really loved by a lot of people, and uh, just take care of yourself. We don't want that to happen to you. You do as well, Tom. Thank you. All right. Thank you uh, kindly. Um, yeah, I, I, I heard about that, and you know what's really strange? His name had been brought up by a friend of mine not that long ago, and uh, the, the next time I heard the name, it was uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, obviously it had a very bad ending. So uh, my sympathies to everybody who uh, knew uh, the gentleman uh, involved, um, just uh, 
it's horrible at any age, but that young too. My goodness. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. What are they not making like they used to make? You know what? You know what they're not making like they used to make? Sunglasses. Drugstore sunglasses. True story. Florida, Fort Lauderdale bought a $12 pair of sunglasses that made me look like Daryl Hall. You know how long those sunglasses lasted? Two days. Two days. And they fell apart. And it's not like anybody was being rough with them. Let's go to Tracy and Clarence on WBEN. Tracy, what are they not making like they used to make it? They are not making chocolate the way they used to. In candy bars and little foil-wrapped ones. (laughs) <laughs> oh my love! Um, they're, are, are, adding, they're adding wax, a waxy substance to it, a filler. Are you talking now? Here, I'm going to ask you to name first of all about candy bars, coffee crisp. The Canadian, uh, I cannot believe how many people are hooked on coffee crisp. I've actually. I've got a compact with friends. The next time I go to Canada or anybody I know goes to Canada, load up on coffee crisps. It is the most bizarre thing how that happened. Now, let's talk about your candy. I'm going to let you name a brand. Are you talking about a specific kind of candy? Well, a number of them. I mean, the Hershey's Kisses, they've added like a waxy substance to it. It's not like it used to be. And... Mm. Reese's peanut butter cups is not what it used to be when we were kids. Um, that's, you know, here's, I don't know about the Hershey Kisses. I don't uh, do too many Hershey Kisses. But with, with the Reese's cups, have you noticed that when they are fresh, they're awesome. But when they're not fresh, that's when you really tell the difference. Now, the peanut butter substance on the inside, they, they've changed. They've added a substance to it to make it probably a filler of some sort. It's not what it used to be. Neither is the chocolate. I wonder if anybody else uh, uh, believes that as well. Now, Tracy, one of the things that was discovered way too late in life, if you go to one of the local chocolate places, the the local people who make their Mm -hmm. own stuff, like uh, you're in Clarence, like Alethea's? Mm-hmm. Have you ever had their peanut butter cups? Oh, definitely. I I only buy um, chocolate from local chocolate makers because if I'm going to put sugar in my body, yep. I want it to be good sugar. <laughs> you, you know what? I, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, if you're, uh, you know what? It's the same philosophy as if you're going to have cream, have genuine whipped cream. Don't get the artificial stuff. Right. But chocolate, I'm interested to see how many other people call in with chocolate. Did you have anything else that there's not being made like it used to be made? Mm, nope, that was the Just, most important one. Uh, it's very important. It's uh, it's it's <laughs> crucially important. Tracy, uh, thank you, my dear, for the phone call. I appreciate hearing from you. Um, has anybody noticed that chocolate isn't what it used to be? But if you go to the local manufacturers, I think you're going to be a lot happier. And I agree with the idea. If you're going to put sugar into your body, if you're going to have the calories, do the good stuff. You might as well, right? Let's get back to the calls on WBEN. What are they not making like they used to make? We've had some great entrance. I love the chocolate one. Here's uh, Eric in Chictawaga. Eric. Hey, Tom. Can you hear me all right? Yes, sir. Uh, It's 
it's a basic the number two pencil. They're they're either smaller in diameter, the wood is weaker, and most of the time the uh lead when you sharpen it is off center. Whoa. It's kind of the eraser's kind of uh, weak, too. Like, you, it almost wants to break off the back of a pencil when you're uh, trying to erase something. You are a man who has spent some serious time considering and contemplating the number two pencil. But this came up on Election Day. Eric, maybe you can help me with this. <laughs> do we do we know whatever happened to the number one pencil? Did number two order number one to be whacked? Why is there no number one pencil? I. I I used to use a number nine and a number two. And number nine was a harder pencil for, like, tracing or something. Yeah. When I took, mechan- I took mechanical drawing when I was in high school. Oh, cool. So I needed a two and a nine. So the number two pencils, they're not making them like they used to. I, I have a question. Maybe you can help us out with the answer. Is it that they used to make number two pencils in the United States, and now they're being made somewhere else, like, oh, I don't know, China? Uh, and it, weren't they like a hexagon on the outside, not round? Um, it. I, I thought it depended oh, on on the pencil. I, some of them were uh, a hexagon. <laughs> that that's the first time this word has ever been uttered on this program in forty plus years. <laughs> hexagon. Well done. Uh, but as far as uh, <laughs> as <laughs> but as as far as the the difference. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm more concerned here with something. I don't think you brought up the, the, the pencil tip breaking off more easily than they used to. It, it Maybe, yeah, because you, you're sharpening it, you're not sharpening it on center, so you tend to be like one-sided on the, on the lead as well. Okay, king of the writing in, uh, implement, electric or the hand cranked one? What gives you the better sharpening? I don't have an electric one, so. I'm not going to lie. I love my electric pencil sharpener, but come to think of it, I think you got a point about number two pencils. They're making number two pencils like, well, number two. Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Now, there is a man who definitely did some research. This has been an obsession with him, and that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking, hey, dental floss is mine gotten to the point literally dread dread flossing in the morning and at night because i know i'm going to need two pieces every single time never used to be that way it's become a major bane on my existence how about television sets i can't believe nobody's mentioned household appliances uh, are they not make it, are they making TVs as well as they used to? Those things used to last forever. How many years are you getting out of your TV set? Your microwave, your fridge, your washer and dryer. Is any of this ringing true to you? And do I have any bakers listening to the program who are going to second uh, what somebody told me on the drive into work that Crisco is not being made as it used to be made as a result um her pie is suffering. <laughs> Not so sure I like the way that sounded. Uh, her pie crust is suffering. There we go. It, it didn't really do much better, did it? <laughs> 803-0930, star 930, and uh, 1-800-616-WBEN. It's like the guy who uh, sent me an email earlier this week. I work part-time 
in the meat department. I thought to myself, eh, that makes two of us, buddy. It's uh, 427 at News Radio 930 WBEN. It, think about it, Josh. Uh, it is, uh, yep, not too much, though. Are you going to say something, sir? Josh? Oh, I thought you were. Um, you gave me that look as though you had something perspicacious, wise, and uh, possibly even salacious to say. Bowerly, News Radio 930 WBEN. Thank you so much for being a part of the program. Um, and yeah, we're we're gonna do uh, David. We're gonna do the interview with David Bellavia about his new book coming up uh, very very soon. It'll be after Thanksgiving, and it'll probably be one hour, the first hour of my show, and we'll probably do another hour after his show uh, shortly thereafter. And the reason for that is. David already does a four-hour show, and I know that – don't laugh about this. Those of you who have real jobs, don't laugh about this, but believe it or not, this job is actually taxing and draining. It's not like it's heavy lifting, but mentally, it it is draining, and David, you know, he puts everything he's got on the air. I put everything I've got on the air, and uh, a lot of times, guys, I go home, and uh, I'll go out with friends – and they, they they get it they get it because we hang out all the time after a show I'm pretty much uh, I'm pretty much wiped out for a while you know at least until I get some tequila in me then I suddenly become funny anyway at least to myself anyway we'll get David on um, to talk about uh, remember the ramrods uh, we'll figure something out and uh, we'll do it it is uh, 4:39 at WBEN um, Josh Schmidt at Master Control. What do they not make anymore like they used to make? In other words, it's gone downhill. The quality is just not there. Or maybe they changed something. And I know this is cl- cliched and old, but every single time something is supposed to be new and improved, it isn't one of those things. Never. Let's go to the calls. Jay in uh, Lakeview. Jay, you're on WBEN. What are they not making like they used to make? Oh, you're going to like this. You're going to like this. You just did it. Bingo. On tequila. <laughs> liquor. Liquor bottles. They're plastic. Oh, you can remedy that, sir. You can remedy that. First of all, if you're buying the shorties at the gas station checkout, you're getting booze <laughs> the wrong way. <laughs> no, that's one. Next, cereal boxes. Uh, explain cereal boxes. Okay, you open it up, you pour your cereal out, you try to close it. The closure, it's a its a much, much thinner gauge of cardboard, whatever the heck they make it out of. You can't, you try to put it in your pantry, it, it drives you drives you to drink. <laughs> Enter the discussion of tequila and glass bottles. Um, you know what? I hadn't really thought about it. Don't really eat a lot of cereal, but I've got a box of Raisin Bran at home, and it, I just remembered I've got a chip clip on my raisin brand because I couldn't get the box to close right. I think you may have a point. Exactly. You want more? Uh, absolutely. But, sir, I, I just, I, I'm amazed at what you just said because there, that was a case of I didn't even realize the quality of the box had gone down until you said what you said, and I thought about my box of Raisin Bran at home. By the way, they're still making Raisin Bran just as great as they ever did. Love me, Raisin Bran. Exactly. Okay, next, 
keys, like you use a key for a door, unless you go to yes, yes. a locksmith or somebody uh, reputable, you're going to get the key, a replacement key, out of this white metal. Correct? That breaks off in the lock yep. when it's super cold outside? Yep. Bingo. Oh, you are, you're spot on, sir. Okay. You want another one? Dude, I want as many as you've got. Are you kidding me? Okay. Furniture. Furniture. You look at it. It's, it's either made out of MDF or you know where it's made from overseas. I think it's conspiracy that these people, they don't even they don't even give us COVID or anything else. They drive people nuts <laughs> with all this junk that they send over to us. Well, you though have control over that during the uh, during the uh, during the buying process. You can buy made in America furniture, and of course, before you plunk down any money, you can make sure that it's made of uh, solid cherry or whatever your favorite wood happens to be, oak or whatever. Okay, you want another one? My answer has not changed. Customer service. Oh, yes. Calling somewhere, and they act like they're, they're really, they know what the heck you're talking about, and you're just sitting there, and you're on hold, <laughs> and then they transfer you to somebody else, somebody else. You know, I know people have to learn, but... Gosh, I wish they could just have like a uh, maybe a computer or something that they can type it in and and give you like the proper direction. That is such a great point. Customer service on the phone, and let, let's let's explore this just a little bit. Not only is it customer service as far as the personnel with whom you are speaking, but it's a staffing shortage, making your time on hold longer than it has ever been before. And we've mentioned we've made this point, but how come every company in America just recently changed its menu options? You ever make a phone call? You make ten phone calls today. We've just changed our menu options, so listen carefully. Meanwhile, you've been calling them for years. You know they haven't changed in the past decade. Yes. And last but not least, tires. Oh, go a little further on this one because I've got a little theory that the, the the tires that come on your vehicle that you get at the dealer, they're usually not as good as the ones with which you replace them. Exactly, and what they are made for is the first 25,000 miles of a soft ride. After that, they're garbage. The gauge is not proper. The belts are not like they used to be. Very interesting. And, and as long as we're on the subject of tires, Alan Harris was talking about this the other day. Can can you explain to me, sir, the concept of the donut spare and who thought that was a good idea? Yes, yes. Is, I think this is all overseas. They're driving us to the brink. They're driving us to the brink. Because the more you look into something, the more it just drives you over the edge. You know what? It's cycle. It's psyops. It's psychological warfare, sir. I think you might actually be onto something. It does sound rather tinfoil haddish, but maybe there's something to this. Uh, I appreciate your call, Jay. I think you did a great job, man. My my wife tells me I have too much time on my hands, and it's not. I'm looking into this stuff, and it's just like it drives you bonkers. Um, it absolutely 
positively does. The one thing I might suggest to you about customer service is um, a lot of people call customer service and they yell and they bitch and, and and that's not good. Here here's here's a little word of advice from a man like myself who's not very patient. You enlist the person in customer service to be your friend. Here's an example. Hi. You know what? You're my last resort. I don't know who else to turn to to help, but I really really need some assistance from another human being right now totally changes the dynamic. You recruit them to be on your side because, remember, most people calling them up are going to be calling them all kinds of name, including some of them that are rather, oh, or official. Yeah, you don't do that. You, you know, you speak to somebody like you're speaking to your own family or friends. Well, no, I speak to them. <laughs> if I spoke to them that way, that would be bad. <laughs> all right. All right, man. Thank you uh, kindly. I appreciate the call. Uh, that is that is some seriously good stuff. What are they not making like they used to make? Paper bags. Anybody else have an issue with paper bags? Are they not making those like they used to? Kitchen appliances, something as stupid as can openers. Are they making those like they used to make them? When you were growing up, the same can opener that was in the cupboard when you were born was in the cupboard the day you got married and when your kids came over for the first time. Now, that can opener, you get three, four years out of it, it is done, done like dinner. 803-0930, what are they not making like they used to make? Here's Abby. I guess there's a lot of us with too much time on our hands. I don't have a lot of time on my hands, and I still find, but, oh, yeah, plastic liquor bottles. Uh, you are in charge of that as the consumer. Just, just putting it out there. Here's Abby Lancaster. You're on WBEN. Welcome, my dear. Hi. After his list, I feel a little silly. Don't, don't. He was just, uh, he was supercharged on that. I have two. So one is um, cell phone batteries. My cell phone battery drains, like, after the first year. It's been draining, like, within 10 minutes after charging. It's back down to 25%. So they don't make cell phone batteries like they used to. Let me let me ask you a question. Do you have a do you have a suspicious boyfriend or husband? No, I don't. He lives in Rochester. Well, okay, because I'm just saying one of the signs of somebody tampering with your phone is a quickly draining battery. So uh, I'm I'm just saying he might live in Rochester, but maybe he's checking up on you. Uh, no, I, I don't think that. I'm I'm just putting it out there. But as far as <laughs> draining cell phone batteries, hasn't that pretty much been a a common thing since the beginning of the portable cell phone? You get two years out of it, and after two years, the battery is crap. I don't remember it being that bad though. It's like after the first year now, it's like it goes downhill. Uh, well, that could be said for a lot of things, I guess, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, I understand what you're saying, but I think that, I don't think that has changed. Uh, maybe somebody will correct me if I'm wrong. What else do you have, Abby? So I don't mean to call out, um, the Girl Scouts, but Girl Scout cookies, their thin mints are not the same. Thin mints are, have they changed the thin mint recipe? A fair there's no question. More, there's no more thin mint in it. It's just they took out the, the layer of the mint, and it's, it's just 
chocolate. You know, I don't eat that much, uh, that many sweets anymore. So I'm going to have to get other calls on the Girl Scout Thin Mints. But have you ever taken the Ritz crackers? If you go online, there's a recipe online where you can basically turn Ritz crackers into Girl Scout cookies. No. Oh yeah, you can make your own Thin Mints using Ritz crackers. Seriously. Huh. Check it. Check that. it out. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Anything else, my love? No, I think that's it for now. <laughs> All right. Th- thank you kindly. I appreciate it. Uh, that's that's day. very interesting. And mom, mom makes the, they taste just like the, the, the Girl Scout cookies. She makes them out of Ritz crackers. The recipe should be online. And if it's not, send me an email and I'll steal it from mom. So I was talking and my cough drop literally was on the edge of my mouth. I had to do a quick Mike Palmatier save and got it. Remember, you Toronto Maple Leafs fans, Mike Palmatier. And, and by the way, Coffee Crisp. I think I figured out why Americans in Buffalo love Coffee Crisp. Many of us grew up watching Hockey Night in Canada. They used to have ads for Coffee Crisp all the time, right? And that's how we got hooked. On Coffee Crisp was like crack. To many of us, just saying. Let's go to Lloyd in uh, Buffalo. Lloyd, you're on WBEN. What do they not make like they used to make it? Transmissions. <gasps> they are throwaways. Oh. I, have a 2015, I have a 2015 Ford Escape. Last car my father owned before he passed. I got an emotional attachment to it, and I don't want to drive it too much because once you cross over the 100,000-mile mark, the transmission fails. It's a sealed transmission. So you can't, there's no dipstick. You can't check, check the oil or change the fluid. And when it fails and have another one put in, it's going to cost you six grand. I almost fainted when my mechanic told me that. Good Lord. Uh, how about other um, other things like uh, alternators? Are, are they as iffy as the transmission? I've had problems with alternators, too. Uh, I've also had problems with starter motors. They have a tendency to wear out. The teeth come off of them. You know, hmm. you turn the key and you hear that zip noise and it's all done. I'm telling you, my next car, if I can scare one up, is going to be a 1972 Ford Maverick. I may have to travel pretty far afield to find it, but no. my father had one of those cars for years, and it lasted, it lasted almost 20 years before he finally got rid of it. Uh, Lloyd, I, I, you had a different experience than did I, but I believe we actually did have a blue 72 Maverick, and uh, it was, uh, let's put it this way, it was in the same league as the AMC Pacer. Really? At least in our house, yeah. No, ours ours ran forever. You know, I mean, that's, that's How do you the like that? I learned to work on. You know, I mean, uh, it was a nice car. I mean, straight six cylinder engine. You could stand up in the in the engine while the trunk was big enough to hide a body. I mean, <laughs> it was a nice car. Hey, you know, it, are you the kind of guy when you watch an old movie or an, a movie about old times, you want the car like a 1934 Ford V8? How awesome would that be to have the Bonnie and Clyde car? Uh, I'm a little more, uh, I, I, I err a little more towards muscle cars and some of the cars in the eighties after, after the eighties, the cars just look more like toys. They're all plastic and no chrome and they got no style. Sir, um, I, I, I love you. I, that is, I, I, you know what? I've said this on the air. I say this in the real world. Every, almost every car today looks like it was designed by the same engineer in the same wind tunnel. They have no personality whatsoever. And to be very frank with you, that's why I love Porsche. Porsche still has personality. 
I, you know, I wanted one of those when I was in high school. Then my friend got one, and I had to drive it to go on a beer run. Oh, my God, man. My knees were up in my chest. I'm like, how in the hell can you drive this thing? It's so uncomfortable. I mean, it looks cool and all, but damn. Wait, are, are you are you a tall dude? Well, I'm only 5'9". Oh. But, uh, well, you know, it, it, I'm it short, really and that's never, been, that's never been a problem. It's like they were custom made for my buttocks. Yeah, I, I was just, I had a difficult time climbing in and out of that thing. Well, I, the car I always wanted was was like a, a 1985-86 Mercury Cougar. I just there was just something about the cool. look of that car that I liked. They had the they had those aircraft doors, you know. Yeah. Was, yeah. How about the uh, Ford the, Galaxies? Oh God! Now you're going back away. Well, sixty. I mean, those things were boats. Just yeah, I'm just I saying. know they were. Had the four headlamps and. Uh, <laughs> Good good stuff. Hey, man, I'm glad you called. Transmissions, they're not making those like they used to. I appreciate the call, Lloyd. Yep. Thank you. Actually, I uh, volunteered. Uh, I wrote a letter to uh, Porsche in Stuttgart, and I, I told them I wanted to come work for them. And uh, I, I told them, look, your marketing is totally wrong. What it should be is Porsche because you're badly endowed. They didn't bite. They, they wouldn't bite on it, so I didn't get the gig. It is uh, 4.56 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Yeah, I'm the guy who got rid of his 911, and I still don't know why. It was nothing wrong with it. It was just, it was in my driveway doing nothing half the year. I'd love to have that car back. That was a dumb, dumb, dumb thing. It was just, I didn't need the money. I don't know why I did it. Anyway, it is, uh, yeah, I'll get another one, but still. Because you are poorly endowed. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great. Uh, 